Today, I'd like to welcome to the Smarter Building Podcast, Alexander Blitchvich. Alexander is CEO of Bimify, platform for creation and maintenance of digital building models. Welcome. It's great to have you on the show. Thank you, Richard. Great to be here. Fantastic. So we we love to have entrepreneurs on the podcast. Um, you're sort of reasonably early, I guess, still in your journey for as we see it. But I'm guessing there's been quite a lot going on behind the scenes. Can you give us a bit of background as to how you've ended up where you are and, and sort of the story that's meant that you've created Bimify? If we start like 10 years ago, uh, I started I started my career within the industry at a, a company called Waltercon that consists of a couple of um, consulting companies. I was, so to say, born and raised there. And uh, after a couple of years with that uh, constellation, we, we come up with the idea of automating digitization of the, of the, uh, of the existing buildings because that, that was one of the services that they offered to the market, one of the consulting services. Uh, and it was actually 2017 where we started sketching uh, uh, this idea, but the market wasn't there. The market wasn't where the digital twin was, uh, was uh, an, uh, just an idea in early phases, and no one wanted even to, do, to discuss that. So back to school, I uh, com- uh, completed my university studies, and then uh, uh, I, I, I wanted to change the path and see if there, is, there are other in, uh, industries that are more interesting where I can apply my knowledge and my, my education. So I went to the manufacturing for a bit at a company called, called Northwold. And uh, doing my uh, master thesis at, at Northwold, I realized like, how, how digitized the manufacturing industry is, how, how much data they have. They have a data about each and every operator, every second where that person is in, in the factory, uh, which was amazing. I got inspired. And then, then, then I started thinking about the world's biggest asset buildings again. And that idea that we actually planted the seed for in 2017, I was like, now the technology with the deep learning and AI development already in 2020s was there. Uh, so I decided to go back to the, to that. BIM path and uh, start developing BIMify with uh, Waltercon. So that's shortly how I ended up there. Fantastic. And in terms of that journey you've been on, in terms of that development journey, what's the best bit of advice you can give to other sort of um, want-to-be entrepreneurs, I guess, who are looking to create and bring technology to the market? Yeah. Uh, so uh, if we just like look at the BIMify journey, how it started in 2020, we had a really ambitious uh, roadmap, six months to develop a prototype, three months to get the first client on board, learn from there, iterate three months, launch the product. It actually took us two years to crack the code and uh, develop a pipeline that we are, uh, that is, that we are uh, still using today and further developing. So I would say like... <laughs> Uh, having a clear vision that you believe in, having a clear picture of the world after you have completed your journey, you've established your solution is is the most important thing because like changing the path, uh, hitting the walls uh, and and uh, having your idea taking much longer time than initially planned, if you don't have that clear vision in front of you all the time and an ambition in your eyes and the target, uh, then, then you're gonna uh, you're gonna get disappointed. So I think that's the first one: having a clear vision and never letting your eyes from it. And the other one is uh, be prepared that uh, in the best case, the things will take at least double as much time as you are planning that they will take. Okay, 
Oh, so a bit of patience there as well. Exactly. Um, so Bimify, can you kind of just skipped over that quickly? Do you want to talk us through exactly what it is and what it does and how it's going to revolutionize the market, I guess? Yes, definitely. I, I, I'm going to try to present Bimify from different angles, but starting from how we communicate on our website and how we communicate to the industry, uh, we are once an automated one-stop shop platform for creation and maintenance of, of digital building models, or what we call them today, BIM models. Uh, and uh, important to point is that we are a platform and not a product. We have experienced that that's that's hard uh, that's hard to explain uh, for the industry sometimes. And and uh, everyone we meet from the industry tries to compare us with the tools that, for example, architects are using in their process to optimize their workflows of BIM modeling. That's not what we are doing. All the products that we are de developing or the automation that we are developing, we are using it in our pipeline to be able to deliver high-quality models faster. So one, we are a platform. Um, and uh, the other one uh, is also another distinguishment that is important for me to explain is because... Many of many of the people in the industry compare us with a digital twin system, system for facility management and operations. That's not what we are. We only focused on the model, creation of it, and maintenance of the da data. We are never going to build any applications where you can utilize this information to optimize different processes. So that's uh, that's Bimify in a nutshell. Okay. And in terms of that digitization process, how much faster do you see this? this being than traditional methods of a similar realm. Yeah, uh, well, we are still uh, still in early uh, early stages, uh, I would say. And uh, when it comes to the automation, how 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 automated we are, uh, that's a question that we are getting frequently. And it's hard to answer because it depends or it depends on the final output that, that the client is ordering on our platform. Since we are delivering the models up to the highest level of detail. Uh, yeah, uh, the more information the, mo the final model needs to contain, the less savings we have with the automation. But if we, for example, take a simple model uh, with core and shell interior and, and openings, a model, usually it's sufficient for uh, any CAF and system implementation, I would say up to 80%. Okay. And you sort of alluded to CAFM system implementations and supporting CAFM solutions. What are the biggest problems that your customer base are trying to address when they're buying Vimify? You know, what is the challenges they're trying to solve in digitizing their estate, whether that's from 2D or whether that's from laser scans, whatever it might be? Uh, I think uh, the first thing would be the understanding of what do I need in order to be able to solve my pain points today. I think okay. a lot of, a lot of uh, uh, players in the industry are trying to sell comprehensive digital twin solutions that probably solve some of the pain points that the, the end clients have uh, have today, but are also containing many, many, uh, how to say, future scenarios in their sales pitch. Uh, what we are trying to achieve is to, to, to speak a very simple language with the end client and always starting from the pain points that they have today and helping, get, helping them get on board the digitization journey step by step. Not selling the comprehensive solutions that they ha have hardly to understand. It's going to take them a year to implement in their organization, but starting with something very simple uh, and building up from there. 
Okay, so you see this very much as the first step on the on the journey. Somebody wants to create a digital twin, and the, you know, eighty percent of their estate is probably in two D CAD drawings at the moment. This is the the first step on that journey, is it, to move that from two D to three D, so you can then start building all the fancy, wonderful other layers that may or may not be available. De- definitely, and I mean, um, I usually uh, use one analogy uh, analogy to to explain what we are doing to people who are not from the industry, uh, and that's uh, say, for example, if you get if you get um, um, information about uh, any kind of information uh, in the table form printed on the printed on the paper drawing, say for example, your guest list for your birthday party, you get that printed on the paper drawing, yeah. and then you get that in the Excel uh, in the Excel file. And now you are about to summarize how many are attending the party and how many are not can attend the party. On the paper, you're going to go and count one by one. But if having that in Excel, it's just a simple formula, you're going to get that. That's what Bimify is doing in the industry. We are taking the paper drawing and structuring the information, delivering it in the format that all the modern systems and applications in the industry can receive and start creating value on that so that's why i think we are a natural first step on that journey okay and in bringing any of these solutions to market the key to, one of the massive keys to success is timing um why do you feel now is the right time to bring this kind of solution to market well i think uh, BIM has been around for quite a while, uh, and and it, it has been widely implemented in designing the new buildings. And it, uh, and once it got the technology and the work processes got mature there, the industry started pushing the technology into the operation and maintenance. And uh, with an idea, you you can have a use of this. And I think that has been going on since uh, I don't know 2010 2015. Uh, it took a couple of years for the industry to understand. Okay, how how what what we what can we do with all of this technology? How can we use this in operation uh, purposes? And I think the industry is there now. It's mature. The beam has been proven in the as a, as a technology and the work process uh, uh, in the operation and maintenance uh, phase of the buildings. And also, what we can see is we have a political winds blowing our our way. For example, digital Europe use uh, the branch for digital questions has started promoting BIM as one of the key components uh, in their initiative to make all the buildings uh, net zero by t- 2050. And they also recognize BIM as a, as a starting point, as an enabler to be able to, to, to build large scale solutions and uh, get through with this initiative. Okay. So I guess there's that, that, you know, beginning to move from a government point of view. Is there any other legislation that a government should be bringing in that you think could support the transition to digital twins further, that could help you and your your bid to digitize estates? That's a hard one. Uh, I, <laughs> I always struggle with the role of the politics. Uh, we were discussing all, yeah. all, the, all the other questions. But I think uh, we... We, the government has been good to to promote innovation, support uh, prototyping when it comes to digitization, and uh, to set some directives once everything is has been developed. Then the government comes in and says the directive: this is how it should look like. But 
there is there is a quite wide space in between there that I think that government has can uh, can do more with some bold initiatives. See, for example, what we are doing, uh, like put setting a request for all the buildings that all the buildings need to have their information available in a certain file form because all the modern applications. Uh, all the all the all the stakeholders within the construction real estate industry work with this file format. That could be a one one way of a bold initiative uh, to support this transition that we are part of. Okay. And in terms of where this has been adopted so far, what what do you think is the most? Well, I guess there are two things. What's the most valuable application of BIMify so far, and and what's the most maybe maybe the most fun application of it as well? What was the what was the project that you've kind of had the most excitement in being involved with. <laughs> I think that uh, all of the projects we've done so far are really, really funny and exciting because it's nothing uh, that we have expected. <laughs> okay. You have one vision, you're, 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 you have one way that you would like to do things and then you just get, you just meet the marketing and everything looks uh, completely different and you really get frightened about the market expectations. Uh, so I think that's 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 one of the big learnings uh if we refer back to your second questions the advice to give uh, expect that technology itself will not resolve the whole problem technology is 30 40 percent of the problem especially if you are a complex industry like we are in uh so uh guiding guiding the industry creating that change is going to be a big part of the work that you need to do so back to your question, yeah, I, I think that each and every project is still surprising me. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Does that mean you're having to sort of rechange, you sort of change your strategy a bit and who you're positioning the solution to? Because I guess you came with one idea and people just want a whole load of different things. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but but we're still uh, maintaining the course because I think that everyone uh, that gets on board, be me if I book clients, resellers, partners, uh, like Symmetry, uh, Everyone believed that this is the right way. It's just that we need to make a small adjustments uh, in order to be able to get more and more people on board and create that 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 exponential growth and exponential, I would say, uh, acceptance of this way of digitizing the existing uh, buildings. Okay, so aside from the government, what can organizations, you know, technology providers, consultants be doing in order to help the people are still very slow moving around digitization of estates. How can we help accelerate the, the process? To sum it up, two things. Uh, look global and not, uh, globally and not locally. Uh, and then uh, don't try to resolve too many problems uh, uh, too fast. And um, what, do I mean, uh, what do I mean by this is what we are experienced when meeting our first customers or, or they are on the market, they are already focusing on their problems, their problems in their workflow and trying to ask for all the all the possible features that are going to resolve their problem. But accepting that Vimify resolves your need up to 60-70% today, and it's probably going to resolve all of the client's needs on all the different markets up to the 60-70%. That's that's that should be good enough because having 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 solutions that are very generic uh, up to a certain level 
uh, and accepting that kind of solutions and then building on top of that. I think that's that's what I would that's how I would like that we are met by the industry and not trying to request all of those features that you need for your specific workflow that you have been developing over the last 10 years, but thinking, okay, this is a generic component. How can I put it in my process and adjust my workflows around it and not looking for an exact copy of what I'm doing today, slightly adjusted and slightly better. Thank you. No, I think it's a fantastic point. I think, you know, I I spend a lot of time talking to, organizations who have seen the digital twin front end the flashy stuff um they want that not to solve any business problems but just because it looks nice and they think it it can it can help them out but then when they go to implement it they don't have the underlying data they don't have the 3d models in good shape they can't actually use it to drive any change they've just seen a very good sales pitch Mm. um so for me some of this core uh I can say more basic, you know, the fundamentals, maybe the fundamental stuff where you just get the data right. You move your 2D models into 3D. You begin to build that base level of understanding. You call it 60 to 70 percent of the journey. You know, I think that it does take our customers. It does take those looking to evolve uh, a long way to where they need to be. You know, it's that those starting steps and then they can think what they do with the data rather than the other way around. Yeah. I completely agree with that one because uh, one of the big uh, big issues uh, or big uh, bottlenecks uh, uh, in the in the digitization of the existing buildings has been the question or one of the big problems has been the answer to the question uh, when we're going to get back my money because investing in comprehensive digital twin solutions is going to take uh, it's going to take years it's going uh, it's going to take an organizational change a lot of change management it's going to take uh, a lot of money just to buy these models and the systems it's going to take your time to operate to dual system dual systems in parallel your old system while implementing comprehensive digital twin system there it's a minefield there is a lot of danger out there so uh, what, what we try to promote is start with something very simple. What are you struggling with today? What is everyone struggling with today? Handling a bunch of 2D drawings. That's one yep. pain point. What's the lowest level of detail in the necessary in the model for you to be able to resolve that pain point and remove your 2D drawings? Start there. It's easy to consume. What, what happens then? That happens that your organization is starting to touch and feel okay we have a b model we have some low level of information that imagine if and then the imagine if questions come up imagine if we had this and they're gonna call you or me or whoever and ask can i get this and this and this so suddenly the change starts to be more like pool driven than technology push driven i think one of the other massive drivers in this space or digital twin or whatever you want to however you want to look at it is sustainability and the desire of organizations or the need of organizations to move towards a 2030 or 2050 sustainability strategy sustainability targets um you've talked about this taking people 60 to 70 percent of the way to to being prepared i think for me that's probably one of the key drivers whether you call it digital twin whether you call it digitization whether you call it delivering against sustainability targets that we have to meet as an organization. I think mm. it's, a, it's a big part of 
what will evolve this technology. Is is that something you agree with and you think BIMify can enable? Definitely. I mean, there is, uh, I don't know the, the exact name of the phenomenon, but uh, I think it's a knowledge pyramid. You have the information as the first level, and that's what we are trying to achieve here, to collect the information in a, in a, in a format that's consumable and easy to uh, easy to work with. Then you have knowledge, then you have wisdom. So we are still struggling with that first step, collecting the information about, about uh, the existing buildings in order to be able to build knowledge and then build wisdom. Uh, so I, I think if you look at from that perspective, very philosophical perspective, every, everyone would agree. You need, you need information in order to be able to, be, to build knowledge, right? Yeah. So I think that's, that's, that explains our approach as well and my view. I think so. Without that volumetric data about your estate, making decisions around heating, air conditioning, you know, all the things that are going to influence your carbon footprint is almost impossible. Um, so this this very much is the the way to go in order to prepare for prepare for that. As far as I'm concerned, um, and then moving forward and looking to the the future um, and what's next for you and Bimify uh, over this year and then the, the coming years, I guess. Yeah, definitely. So we, if we take 2024 short term first. The main focus the uh, the main focus is to establish uh, our solution and our approach on the market and further develop the automatization because that's that's the key being able to create models cheaply fa uh, quickly and on a large scale is the key for our next step and then um, the next steps will be getting into that second service or or offering that we are still that is still in development is maintenance of the data because once you have made an the investment everyone knows that if you don't maintain your da data up to date uh it's gonna lose its value over time and we're we're gonna again going to get the frustrated customers who are gonna say i got this uh, i paid this much for this digital twin and uh now i don't even know what's accurate and what's not i think we have a really good position with all the technology that we've developed uh for for to speed up the creation of models uh to optimize the process of maintenance of that part of digital twin that is contained in a BIM model. Uh, so yeah, that will be the next step. Fantastic. And to the side or around the BIMify offering, is there any other technology that really excites you and that we should be keeping an eye out for 2024? Can be related or completely un unrelated? Yeah. I think uh, uh, there is there is uh, a buzz around, around all the tools that are uh, uh, generating the design for the new buildings, uh, like tools like Layout, tools like Swedish Finch. And I think those are a really good example, not because of the value that they create specifically for, for that process, but I think it's a really good example of how we can use uh, the technology in our process as a help tool and not expect that the technology is going to solve everything, but just be a helper uh, in our workflow. Uh, so I think, yeah, those tools really inspire me uh, uh, when it comes when it comes to the uh, how you say the change management and understanding of how we should see the technology uh, and the, what expectations we should have from the technology and all the AI buzz around us. It's not going to solve everything, but it can be a great tool 
if you know how to position it uh, in your work process. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Alexander. I think that's all we've got time for. So thank you very much for joining us on the Smarter Building podcast. Um, it's been really great to have you. I've enjoyed listening to all your insights and finding out about Bimify and how you've got to where you are. So um, hopefully all our listeners have too. Um, but yeah, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you, Richard. Thank you for having me here. 